Welcome to Crazy Enough to Win. I'm your host, John Grubbs. Welcome to the show. So, for all you listeners out there, I have, well, I have an emotional podcast to share with you because I think it is, uh, well, it's timely that we talk about the future. One of my favorite stories about Jeff Bezos and Amazon is the attitude that he maintains in that organization about a day one mentality. And, you know, if you ever read his biography, there's a story about what they call door desks. And door desks are, well, they represent day one at Amazon. When they were small and and struggling to get started, he couldn't afford to buy regular desks for his employees. So what they creatively did was go to a home improvement store and bought doors and used the doors which were propped on other stands as a desktop and the little hole where the doorknob typically goes is a great place to put your computer cords and the biography said that if you go to uh, the immaculate headquarters at Amazon you still see door desks on the modern you know unbelievable campus as a testament to this day one thinking and I think there's even a building named day one to represent that idea of always having a day one attitude and today's podcast is about that thinking a day one attitude because regardless of how your business may have been impacted by COVID-19. The unfortunate reality is that many, many businesses have been, well, harmed like never before. And the challenge facing many businesses is, well, it's just unprecedented. And we are likely to see a wholesale shift in demand for longtime institutions of the past and the present. And some businesses, as we know them, are going to evaporate. This virus is killing businesses with the same vigor as it is people. And tragically, tragically, some businesses have been infected and do not realize it yet. They're the, they're the, the businesses that are dying and don't know it or are in complete denial. And the question for many business leaders as we start to reopen the economy is, do I rebuild the business or do I reboot? Should I build it as it was, presuming demand will return, or should I reboot to something else? And, you know, will people even return to movie theaters? Will parents pay Similarly priced tuition for online courses. Will students even have, well, the confidence to return to universities? And will enough people get on a Carnival cruise ship? By the way, they restart trips out of Galveston in August. And will there be enough people to make money? The business landscape is in the middle of an earthquake. And we're waiting for the shake to stop. And once it stops and the dust settles, the landscape 
may look significantly different. And one analyst used an acronym to describe some of the hardest hit industries, calling them beach stocks as it, well, it represents the the booking industry, that's the B, the entertainment and live events industry, which is the E, the airlines industry, which is the A, casinos and cruises, which represents the C, and hotels and resorts, which represent the H. And these companies are all contracting during this pandemic. They're all suffering. And the big question is, how many will survive the pandemic? I mean, will we have as many cruise lines when this is over? Will we have as many airlines when this is over? Will we have that many choices? And the answer is painful but simple. The way we survive is painful but simple. And the only way to predict the future is to revisit a basic truth. And the law of supply and demand will portend the future for all distressed businesses. Will consumers create demand for the service being offered? Will consumers change the way they consume? In other words, can you rebuild demand or can you reboot to something desired by the consumer? So that's the big question. Can you rebuild as you are or as you were or must you reboot to something else? And in order to have this thinking work in your mind, we must be brutally honest about the demand for products and services. If you're a concert promoter, well, I think 2020 is going to be very bleak. And 2021 may not be much better in the wake of this pandemic. And when will people feel comfortable gathering in large numbers in a venue again? So fear and pain Fear and pain are safe indicators of behavior. And you may be allowed to open a restaurant or reopen a restaurant, but will people feel safe coming inside? We can assess demand or demand recovery by looking at consumer fear. And one of my favorite things to look at when it comes to the future is behavioral economics. And we learn in that study that people fear loss at a two-to-one margin over gain. And if people are afraid, you can logically estimate that it will take twice as long to recover in a certain business segment. If fear of loss over gain was one-to-one, well, business could hope for recovery sooner rather than later. And here's the key. The sooner we reopen the economy, the sooner we can start the clock on fear and assess demand recovery. Business owners can start rebooting to alleviate the fear by people in the population. And I don't think too many retirees are going to be excited about a cruise to Alaska very soon. However, heck, many millennials may be excited about a cheap cruise to the Caribbean assuming they have a job to pay for the trip. And consider two sloped lines. One line is demand moving up, 
and one line is fear moving down. The intersection, for all you math geeks out there, for all you math whizzes out there, the intersection of these two lines represents the beginning of your recovery. And smart business owners will work deliberately to impact the slope of each line. For example, if a church creates an outside service that allows people to be distant, fear goes down and demand goes up. It's this inverse relationship that will be key for many institutions to recover going forward. And organizations can also reboot to something different in order to impact fear and demand. For example, now I just made this up, a dating service may offer subscribers in-home COVID-19 antibody tests once they become available to certify that members are tested periodically. This would push fear down and increase demand for the service. So I'm just using that as an example for you to understand the inverse relationship between fear and demand. And regardless of your industry, the simple law of supply and demand applies to your business. You know, the, the CEOs that I coach, this is one of the things that I'm going to have them start really getting analytical about is the supply and demand. And then what does fear do to demand? If there is no demand for what you offer, it's time to reboot unless you can create or stimulate demand. If there's more supply than demand, just think about the airline industry, expect lower revenues until things improve. And here's the key, be brutally honest with yourself. Do whatever you can to eliminate fear in your industry. If you were successful before COVID-19, that means there was a demand for your product or service. It was legitimate. And simplify your short-term decisions by asking yourself two basic questions. Will what I'm doing decrease fear in my industry? And here's the second question. Will this improve demand in my industry? So let me repeat those for you. These are the two questions. These are what I call clarifying questions. And I think they're the most important part of today's podcast. This is as you rebuild your business or as you reboot your business, you have to ask yourself these two simple questions. And just because they're simple doesn't mean they are not powerful. So here are the questions again. Will what I'm doing decrease fear in my industry? And number two. Will what I'm doing increase demand in my industry? If you will allow these two questions to guide your steps out of this COVID-19 pandemic, I think your trajectory for success will be much steeper. In other words, you will improve much faster. So I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. It's short, it's sweet, but I hope it's powerful because we are crazy enough to, well, go after difficult topics. We're crazy enough to do things that other people won't. We're crazy enough to talk about things that other people won't, will not talk about. And my listeners around the world, I hope you know that we are always committed to being crazy enough to win. Until next time.